Welcome to the Play It Loud podcast, brought to you by 511 Media Group. We're in Studio B today, and I've got my co-host, Ryan. Hey, guys. And we've got special guest, Bree, from Lights Out Podcast. Special. How you doing, Bree? So today we're going to be talking about a day to remember in Wage War. They did a uh, uh, acoustic tour called the Reassembled Acoustic Theater Tour. It's going on right now. Uh, it's going to go through better part of December, and then um, and then they'll be done. Um, want to talk about how we kind of came about doing uh, the show, the three of us. Um, Bree and I started talking about if we wanted to go to the show. Um, I'm more of a Wage War fan. I feel Jeez. like you're already telling the story wrong. Well, go ahead and back <laughs> it up then. Well, so I I see things on Instagram and I'm like, yo, like this looks really cool. And then you never respond to me. And then I start pestering you because I'm like, hey, did you see my message? And then finally you're like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. And, and I the that. reason I wanted to think about it is because Wage War is a metalcore band, a little yeah. heavier. And the thought of them doing an acoustic tour... I was really plugging it too. I was like, yeah. "Hey, like, you know, I'm not sure how I this is going to go." Right, exactly. You I really sure. wanted to see this wage war. Band, what what you, you need know? to do is you need to text me, and then we'll work on them together. I feel like I got a pretty good sway. And I'm, you were more of a you you were more familiar with Day to Remember, yeah. than myself. Well, I, I mean, I knew Wage War because they won Song of the Year last year on Octane, so okay. like I was pretty familiar with them. I mean, but their body the of music, part. their whole body of music. No. I okay. mean, yes. Well, so once discovering their set list, I was like, "Dang!" Like I actually. Kind of like there's a, a lot, lot of, of songs that everybody knows. They just don't know. Th that's kind of my my thought process on Wage Wars. Everybody knows their songs. They might not know who sings them. And this right? is their second time doing the the theater tour, right? This is the first time doing the theater first tour. First time. First okay. time for both doing the theater tour. Okay. So she was working on me, and I just kind of put up. it. I, yeah, I kind of <laughs> yeah. put it out of sight, out of mind. And then I started kind of diving deep into YouTube, going, well, let me see what I can find, what would be... Some would songs be the benefit that, of, well, what would be the benefit be of going to this show? Because yeah. it's a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour show, right. and I'm going to be sitting through music that I normally would listen to that's metalcore in acoustic form. Sometimes acoustic's really, really good. Yeah. I remember when Live, the band Live, did their uh, MTV acoustic set. It was amazing. Yeah. But they're not as hard as Wage War. No. Right? No. And A Day to Remember can be pretty hard. Um, there's some crossover pretty. songs like uh, Data Remember's new song Miracle was co-written by the Wage War lead singer. Cody. Okay, okay, so they've got a lot of similarities in their music, and it makes sense for them to kind of tour together. So, and being less familiar with the Data Remember, and she was more familiar with it, I had to rely on her saying, "Yep, let's go see this." And when he says he relied on you, that just means that he would look at your text message and go, yeah, well, we'll figure it out. Okay, great. <laughs> I, I would it's look been on, it was on FaceTime too. Yeah. It was on FaceTime. I'm like, oh, you know, what did you think about that? And I started bit? listening to more of the songs and then I dove deep into YouTube and started pulling up all of their acoustic stuff, which if you go onto YouTube, Wage War has done, um, uh, Cody, the lead singer, well, one of the lead singers of Wage War started doing some, and I would think it was probably during the pandemic, just some studio cuts of the stripped versions of the songs. Yeah. And they were really good. But I'm like, that's different than maybe the band going all together. And that's a, that's nice for a one-off, but am I going to sit through two and a half hours of that? And so I think a lot of people might have the same process in their head thinking, should I go see that? Or should I should I download the album? The did you, yeah, did, album? You, did you listen to that whole album? Well, that hadn't come out yet. Okay. 
That okay. came out like a week ago. Right. Well, mm, well, well when he people, said a week ago, ago on right, People buy their tickets the day of. They get True. the chance to listen to the whole album. When we started talking before. about it, that hadn't been out yet. <laughs> okay. And I had seen bits and pieces, like Never Say Goodbye. They had done a video, an acoustic video version of that, and it was really good. Yeah. I'm like, well, if, if that's what everything is like. And then they released Godspeed, the stripped version of it, and I was like, that's amazing. Okay, I'm in. Man. So without telling her, I went in, got tickets. He just sent me a screenshot. Of sent her a screenshot, and she's like, holy this crap. This is what happens 90% of the time. If I don't say anything, he just sends me a screenshot, and he's like, hey, we're going. Okay. You're like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> I, you're like, I was in already. Thanks for right. buying the tickets. I was like, oh, that's a surprise. <laughs> like, But sometimes she bugs me, and I'm like, no. Right. Like, we went and saw uh, Rockzilla. It, it took me forever to, to agree to go to that show. She was like, oh, I'm thinking about going, but I don't, teeth. I, don't, I don't know. Well... I, I like to go when offer. I like all of the bands. Sure. Like I'm a not I don't want like is maybe the wrong word. Like I'm a big fan of this like Bad Wolves. Yeah. They opened. I'm a huge Bad Wolves fan. Yeah. And then Papa Roach been doing it for 25 years. Okay, good. Falling in reverse, good. Hollywood and Dead, she's a huge Hollywood and Dead fan, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm less familiar with them. You're like, I can only I... sit at the merch table for so long with this whole set. <laughs> so I went and so we got we got pit seats. And we were real close to the stage, and it was a great experience. And I was hoping that we were going to be able to have that same experience here. Um, so that's when you got involved. And yeah. we were like, hey, we're going to the Chicago Theater. It was... Slight peer pressure. Yeah, it was. It, the, was. it was December Slight. 12th. Yeah. Right? December 12th. Yeah. And it's a Monday, Monday night, yep. right? Right. And, you know, we were going to be watching a football game. Instead, we went to... Completely the forgot about the football right. game. In the studio here, we have a Chicago Theater marquee sign, replica. Yes. Yeah. So um, very familiar with the Chicago Theater. It was um, actually the first time I've ever been there. It's Same. a great venue. I, it's a really great I've venue. I was surprised. I've walked past it a million of times. Of course. You being downtown in the yeah. loop and you're just right like, up. oh, I got to go yeah. there one of these days. Right on State Street. Just I yeah. usually They usually have like, um, I feel like plays and like ballets and stuff in the yeah. wintertime. So I just have never, ever had the opportunity to go. No. And it's a different venue than you would think a metalcore and a hard rock band yes. would play, right? Because you're going to be sitting in your seats rather than standing up, right? No mosh so, pits. No. Well, and here's the other thing, and we'll get in, and we'll get into was the venue the right venue, venue for, for it. this, yeah. right? Um, so, anyways, so you decided, hey, let me look into it, and we'll see if we can, you know, swing it with your That's schedule, schedule and complex, right? right. Exactly. Move it around, and then um, whether your girlfriend could go or not. Because we're going to go with the four of us. And she's like, she's interested in rock, metalcore. I, she's interested in that. But just, you know, I played her some of the originals, some of the songs that they had on their <laughs> albums. And she's like, ah, yeah. And I didn't, by the way, I didn't play them until we were in the car on the way to your house uh, in order to drive together. And she goes, ah, yeah, I just, uh, is this what they're going to sound like? <laughs> and I go, I go, well, no, here, let me play down the stripped down version. And she goes, oh, oh, I do like this. I was like, great. I go, that's what we're going to go see, but I'm not real sure if that's what it's going to sound like. I've never seen the stripped down version. I just know what it sounds uh, on their on their regular albums. And so she goes, okay. And I go, so we're both in for a treat here. I, we'll see what happens. So I was trusting Bree. Right. You were trusting me. Yeah. She was trusting you. There's a lot of trust a lot going on there. We, it was a full trust tree. But I would imagine that the people that went to that, and I don't know what the theater holds. Uh, we could look it up. But yeah. whatever that theater holds, it's, it's two decks, mm -hmm. right? Lower and upper. Yep. Good, probably like I'm gonna bet there's a lot of people that had that same conversation. 
that went. Like one person who was going is like, I really like these guys. And the other person was like, I really don't know what I'm in for. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, or both people might really, really like the bands, but still didn't know what they were in for acoustic wise. Because in order to pull off acoustic, it's got to be really good. Yeah. Well, it definitely shows a band's range of what they can do. Correct. So you're not getting auto-tuned. No. Nope. You're not covering it up with... Loud music. Correct. Screaming, whatever yes. it is. You actually have to have guys in the band that know how to play. Exactly. And they can take what they've done. And I've, and I've heard interviews with the band, with especially with Wage War, the way they create their songs, when you pull them apart, they're kind of pop songs. Yeah. If you pull them apart in I pieces... And then they put their different riffs in there and scream and whatever in there to make the song what it is. But if you actually pull apart the bare bones of it, then you can do something with that song and yes. make it acoustic. Yeah. Not every band can do that. Oh, good God, no. There are some bands that if you listen to it, you're like, there's no way they could do acoustic, an acoustic version of that. And Wage War didn't do some of the acoustic. Like, I think there's a song called The River. They made fun of it. They're like, hey, we're going to No, we're not going to do that because they couldn't. They couldn't strip it enough to do an, ac an acoustic version of that song. Right. Um, so you ended up going. So the conversation on the way down was, what are we going to be really in for? Yes. Right? Yes. And so we got down there. Um, parking was easy. It was literally around Surprisingly. the Surprisingly. Right. It was amazing. I, there's there's a hundred places to park around there. I was worried that we weren't going to find a spot. Honestly, out of all the Chicago concerts we've gone to, that was the easiest parking we've ever I mean, we've but gone to. Besides, well, no, besides Bottom Lounge. Yeah. Bottom Lounge, yeah. bottom lounge well, not, not anymore, anymore because they built a condo building where the parking lot used to be. We literally walked one block from the parking yeah. to the venue, and, you're and in. now we have to walk like three blocks. Nice, it wasn't even. It was like next to the building. The nice thing about the Loop, though, is it's the business district of Chicago, right? So as soon as it hits 7 p.m., nobody's down there anymore and it all cleared out i was going to be concerned yeah. that we had to wait to get in the venue okay surprisingly we got in really quick in fact it took me longer to find the tickets on my Ticketmaster app <laughs> than because it he did. never he does this he doesn't every save time it to his go. wallet he's like every no every single time no, i just think save it to your wallet i don't think he knows how to do it on his wallet or get to his wallet once he has it she's i don't think me. he knows Ooh. Yeah, because me. for me i'm like i'm gonna add this shit to my wallet as soon right. as it's available like i don't want to deal with this because i watch him do it every time Every time we go to there's a, a slight age. Difference. I see. I see. I see. There's no lessons learned on that side of the table. No, it's like Not expecting the same result. And the, because I'm <laughs> frantically trying to find it, and then I find it, and, then and like, I give it, just open and I give app. it to the usher, right? And they scan it, and then I walk in, and I forget about it until the next time we go to a concert. You do the same thing with plane tickets, don't you? No, plane tickets. I have everything. Whoa, available. whoa, whoa! So yeah, plane tickets. You're you've got everything. In fact, all. I don't even need a hard copy of it. I've got everything I need right there because I'm way prepared. There's no excuses here. Not Bernie. for this. No, and he has the app too, which is what gets me. Is if you don't have the tickets saved to your phone, the app is also right there. So we get into the venue, and everything's going very smoothly. the The venue knew how to handle a concert that size. Yes, they were very, very versed in super let's move people around. The merch line went from the front entrance all the way to the back of the theater, all the way back. Yeah. So I thought, we're going to be in this line for an hour. We're going to miss the beginning of the concert. I'm going to have to go out at some point. We got through that line in less than 10 minutes. They were more like strictly business, though, than other merch lines. Like a lot of times they'll like crack jokes because it's like yeah. smaller venues. Like They were moving you through like cattle. They're like, like get your hey, cards right out. here, get your card out. We got go this. this. What line. do you want? And they, and they didn't have, like sometimes you go to a venue and the merch booth has 15 different options for shirts. Was like I think a day to remember had like six or seven. Sure. Wage War had three. One was a long sleeve t-shirt. One was the sweatshirt we're wearing. Right. 
and there was another sweatshirt. A day to remember had maybe two t-shirts, three t-shirts. I think I think they say bring out your top three hitters and in and out. We're not you're not going to get the span of fifteen t-shirts of all the concerts that you've been to to be able to throw it out there of every record you've done. This isn't a place that where you can resell all your old merch. Newest stuff on the line right now. And it was specific to that particular tour. Yeah, um, they had a couple of I don't things think from it was other that kind of tour either. Like, a lot of bands will do that. Right. They'll bring, like, older merch back, or they'll make special merch. They'll have their albums. Have, like, they'll have their ones. trinkets. They'll have accessories, yeah. bands, whatever, sticks, hats, yeah. whatever. They did have hats. They did have, but they were, like, cold weather hats. They beanies. Okay. Yeah, yeah, beanies. And so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Jay> Boomer. Uh, <laughs> and so, they had all that kind of stuff out there. But it was it was very streamlined. So, that went really well. So, kudos to Chicago Theater yeah. for, for streamlining that. And you could pay cash. You could pay credit card. Like, you go to... Um, uh, Tinley, Tinley Park, Park yeah. where sure. Live Nation is. Everything is card. Well, they take zero cash. This is Chicago. We take cash everywhere. And well, Tinley Park is technically yeah. It's Chicago. just outside of Chicago, but you go there and it's lit. But the venue is all card, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, we went there for Five Finger Death Punch. I brought some cash, <laughs> and I was like, "What do you mean it's all card?" Now, oddly, I could pay for parking with cash outside the venue was i think that was the venue it was outside the venue inside the venue it was 100 percent cash oh wow it was weird so i i like the fact that they took cash um the drinks weren't terribly expensive i mean it was 11 dollars for a white so then we were going through we got through the merch line and you guys had gone off to find the restrooms and then we couldn't find each other and then you're like hey um i've got this thing in my pocket that i've been holding on to since we drove down here let's go down to the chase lounge (laughs) Mr. Yeah. Chase credit card. Well, and I was like, oh, you guys have Chase card, right? And everyone's like, no. And I was like, oh, you guys are so lucky. I get I three three members available to come in with me. So we went down to the Chase Lounge. Which was nice because we hadn't stopped for dinner. No. So they had snacks and drinks. Super nice. Complimentary all around. Yeah, and they let you know there was a guy walking through going, 15 minutes to wage war. Yeah. You would have thought, like, you thought we were in a theater. The way yeah. he was going yep. around telling us. But again, like we were in a theater. Yeah, well, Yes, we so were. So they're used right. to doing those types of announcements. They are. Because they have different acts and they have, you know, there might be three acts with two intermissions. Sure. And so they let people down there in those two intermissions and maybe even after the show. I don't know. It depends. Um, so the show it had a weird start time. Normally everything starts 6, 7 o'clock. It started at 8, 8, 8. 8 p.m. Yeah. Which was unusual. They Same don't end usually, time, though. But they don't usually start that late. I think I think just to clear out of Chicago, get Chicago to clear out down there. I think it's just easier for everybody. Traffic down there wasn't bad. No, we got on under an hour. But I think that's why they the start time so late. I explained to him too. Like, I so normally you're looking at like four bands. Yeah. Per per concert. Sure. At least. Sure. If not more. Most times three. Three minimum. Three Three minimum. Lately it's been four, because I think everyone's dying to get back out on the road because of the pandemic. Um, but like I was telling him, so when we went to the Trinity of Tour Part Three, two of the bands canceled out of the four. Mm. So there were two bands that went on. So it was Fallen or not Fallen Nervous. Uh, it was Motionless and uh, Black Veil Brides. Okay. And they had a start time of seven, maybe. Doors opened at six thirty. Start time was like seven ish, okay. six to seven. And I, two bands. And so two by nine thirty, the show yep. was over. So at eight o'clock is when Motionless went on. So we were standing there. For an hour, an hour, if not more, right, waiting for them to start, which we got really mm. good standing room, but it started at eight o'clock. <laughs> so, like, I think that's pretty typical if you narrow down four to two, like, 
you want to end around that late time, so you still have time to get on the road, but right. not. But early they were very enough. precise. You know, you go to a concert and it's like starts at seven o'clock and it's seven ten, and you're like, yeah. "What is going on? When are they coming out?" It was eight o'clock on the dot. Oh yeah, lights went up. Boom. Yeah, they're on. Um, it was very methodical, very organized. It was one of the better venues I think we've been to. Yeah. Um, as far as organization, streamlining, they had their shit together. Absolutely, 100%. They had their shit together. The ambiance also was just next level. And again, this is one of the older theaters. One of the theaters that I like as well is in Milwaukee, the Miller High Life Theater. They did a good job too. Yeah. Moving people in and out. The Genesee Theater in Waukegan. Yep. I like Genesee. Is is a good theater to go to. They moved people in and out. It wasn't wasn't that bad. (laughs) Ironically, that day we went to go see Pop Evil um, and Daughtry. It was pouring rain outside. Mm -hmm. So they couldn't really have people standing outside. So they moved people pretty quickly through there. Okay. But I like it when the venue has their people manning merch and drinks and everything else because they're used to doing it. When the bands bring their own people, that's when it's they chaos. stand around and go, well, Wage what else do you want to buy? Guys. Oh, did they? Yeah, he he thanked them and his like thank you speeches. Oh, okay. No, he said, no, he yeah. said, I think, I think the guy's he's name working was, the table, not yeah, necessarily. He, right. He said he took the night off because he normally does it but they had their people out there. And so he said he doesn't usually get a night off. So, you know, thanks for doing everything you do on the tour. But this particular venue, which is why they kept saying, this is a great venue. I can't even believe we're here doing the Chicago Theater. Because yeah. it is one of those places that is a historic place. People, when they play that place, people it's remember it. Yeah. So so the band goes on. Wage War goes on. First song, Godspeed, out of the, out of the gate. Great. I mean, they did a bang-up job. Set list. I've got it here. Uh, they went from Godspeed to Gravity. Yeah. Um, I've got both of those on video. Uh, they're on TikTok. Um, right now they're at I Am, uh, I Am Richard Anderson on TikTok. So uh, Slow Burn was the third one. I don't have a video of that one. That was a um, good one. It was a good one. It's off, their new, it's off their new album. You know, I really liked the difference between... Both lead singers, and I know with a raspier voice. Mm-hmm. Is it Cody, I believe. No, no he's the lead the singer. Yeah. The other, the other, oh. um, Br- uh, Brit- Britain is yeah, is the I'm other sure. gentleman, and they had a really nice balance of the guitar, the drums, the vocals, the keyboards. Yeah, it wasn't overwhelming. The drums weren't super loud. They had you he had one that, drum and a maraca and a wind chimes. That was it. Well, you or thought, no, that was I mean, he had a bass drum. You'd yeah. think when they brought all that in there versus sometimes they just, they sit on that little box and they, and they just you know, tap it. Right, right, exactly. On a lot of acoustic stuff, but they actually had an actual drum set. Wage, I mean, uh, a day to remember had an actual drum set in there, but it wasn't overpowering. No. You didn't hear that over everything else. Maybe because of the venue, maybe it was done on purpose. When they were talking about putting this concert together, um, Wage War said they were they've been working on this particular album for four years. A day to remember said they put it together in a week and a half. <laughs> yeah. So even though I Wage War comes with experience. Well, Wage War's been around for a while. Right. But a day to remember, sometimes when you go to a concert and they have the opening band, you're like, wow, they were really good. But by the time you get to the last band, you're like, wow, that really is a separation between the first band yeah. and the last band as far as production, as far as sound, as far as clarity, as far as everything else, just top to bottom, they're more polished. And you saw that slight difference between Wage War and A Day to Remember. A Day to Remember came on, and it was precise and crisp and clear, and it looks like they've been doing it forever. But this is the first stripped-down, like because they don't have a stripped-down album right now. They don't. Okay. 
They don't. They're doing a live stream on the 19th okay. uh, of December. When this comes out, it'll already have happened. Um, but they're doing a live stream. You can download it. You can watch it you up to 24 hours. Yeah, and uh, Encore. Yeah. So uh, after Slow Burn, Me Against Myself, uh, Prison. Prison's probably one of their most popular songs. That got a great crowd reaction. I think when I was listening to them interact with the audience and I was seeing the people come in during Wage War, there was a lot of people still coming into the venue. Yes. So that also told me a lot of people don't know who they Wage are. Wage War right. versus there a There were a surprisingly remember. large amount of people already in the theater when we got there, though. There was, absolutely. But it definitely wasn't full. Half full, no. would you say? I would say 70% full the okay. when they started. The was definitely different yeah. in the crowd between the two bands. Yes. For sure. Because a lot of them didn't know, okay, well, I'm going to see a day to remember. I don't necessarily know Wage War. I think they were pleasantly surprised at how good they were. But if you didn't know their songs, they may not have connected the same way as if, like, I'm a big Wage War fan. Sure. So I knew every song going down the list. And for me, this is great. Okay, then we did Hurt, my favorite song by them, by far. And then number two was, uh, our second to that is Never Say Goodbye, which was their seventh song. Then they did Circle the Drain, which it's hard to do that. If you listen to the regular version of Circle the Drain and then you listen to the stripped down version, they did a really good job yeah. of bringing that into an acoustic version. And then... They did Johnny Cash. Now, I was watching uh, a YouTube uh, interview that they did. Um, he said the whole ex- the whole stripped down thing came as an experiment experiment in 2018. They did they released Johnny Cash as a stripped down version uh, in 2018. It got more streams than their regular songs when they did the stripped down oh, version. Oh wow! Of it. it is the it's in the top five of all their streams total that they've ever had that Johnny Cash stripped down from 2018. That's only four years ago. Sure. So in four years, it made the top five. Well, I think it's one of those things where you, you play that one song or a stripped down version and all of a sudden everybody loves it and you go, well, this isn't really the route we wanted to go, but it's definitely something we'd like to explore, especially if all of our fans are clamoring for it. So they released then four more stripped down videos, like official videos. Yeah. Godspeed, uh, Hurt, Never Say Goodbye, Circle the Drain. And then um, put out the whole album. So mm-hmm. I think if more people, let's say they put out the album in October, I think they probably would have gotten more people to the show, potentially. Mm-hmm. But maybe not, because I think people were coming for a day to remember and happened to be there maybe for wage war versus like myself was going for wage war right. and happened to be there for a day to remember. I don't know about you guys, but when I'm going to a concert, I, I jump on Spotify or Apple music and I go ahead and listen to everybody that's going to be there. You know, I rip through all their popular songs and I go, okay, this is who, if I don't know a specific band, I'm doing that. I'm, I want to hear what, what's popular, what I'm expecting to hear and it kind of blows me away when people don't show up for some of these bands because you're like, are you telling me you don't like, you know, the majority of these songs? Uh, someone who you're, this band is uh, touring with, one of your favorite bands, they're probably bringing someone that sounds and they're buddies. similar. Right. right. So they right. get along really well. Right. So wouldn't you, wouldn't you do a little bit more research on who you're going to see and That make doesn't the always show? happen. Sometimes they'll bring a band that they're unfamiliar with. Sure. And they get to know them and then they get to know them again. And you'll see the same band open for certain bands yes all the time 
because they've gotten to know each other really well. For a long time, Daughtry was opening for a lot of bands, the same yeah. bands, because he got, to, like Nickelback, he did a couple tours with them. Okay. He went out, sang, you know, Rockstar or whatever, not Rockstar, but um, Someday or Photograph or whatever it was, he went out with, the, and so he would do that on a few tours, but then he got popular. So those bigger bands are bringing those smaller bands along and saying, okay, we're going to help grow your fan base. Sure. And then they go out and headline and they bring another band that may not be as popular as them or equally as popular, but doesn't tra you know, doesn't tour a lot or can't afford to tour. Right. That's another thing. Right. And so they bring those bands and then they get big. The one thing that I did notice again, in between the, inter the intermission, we went down had an, had another snack at the chase lounge <laughs> And came back up, and they start. And a day to remember started with Mind Reader, and then they went to the City of Ocala. Both bands are from Ocala, yes, Florida, yep. Florida, which is crazy, right? Like two huge bands nationwide, worldwide, really, right? Uh, are from the same town. What are the chances? Pulling all the same people at the same concert, yeah, doing the same acoustic I'd tour. Say it's more rare outside of like Los Angeles. There's a lot of yeah. bands from Los Angeles, but that's Bad a Wolves major is a Los city. Angeles band. Yeah, but are they They're, are they actually grown up? They grew up in probably not Los in, Angeles in LA. Yeah, okay. Not all of them. I feel like now they've everybody. gone. Now they've gone through a re lead singer change. Sure, sure. Tommy Vexed but out, you, but you know that people are moving to LA, whether it's yeah. to get in the industry. It's opportunity, right? Yeah. Right. But from so, Florida, that's that's. A rarity. Yeah, I would say so. I don't think I know any other bands from Florida. I had not seen uh, A Day to Remember live. I hadn't watched many of their videos. I listened to a lot of their songs, yeah. but I wasn't really familiar with a lot of the band members. So I didn't really know some of the little idiosyncrasies that you see in the band members or how they interact with the crowd. Um, Jeremy's the lead singer. Um, he was Jeremy McKinnon, uh, lead singer, A Day to Remember. Mm-hmm. He's really good. Yeah. I mean, like really, really interacts with the with the crowd just enough. Not disingenuously, but he's he's happy to be there. Thank the crowd profusely. Yeah. Thought the venue was great. Um, you know, by the time they got to their four so they did then the downfall of us all, I'm already gone, rescue me. By the time they got to rescue me, which is their fifth song, I was in. I was hooked. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I these guys they, are really good. At some point they also performed um what song was it? Uh because they had been forgetting to play it on tour. It was all I want. Right. That's what they were playing. Right. And it was it around was the, that only time. the second time. Second time they performed They it. had performed yeah. that song. Because they forgot. Live. <laughs> well, it was a comment section. Right. And they even said to the crowd, they're like, how the fuck did we forget to play this song? He's like, song? it's one of our most popular songs. Right. We've never not played it. Right. Yeah. And so they, again, overnight, stripped it down to an acoustic version. If you listen to the regular version, not the same. Do you, do you think, so I... I believe that Foo Fighters kind of came out with this stripped down album and that kind of set the tone for a lot of bands to say, Oh, we can, I think we can do that too. I think it depends on the band. Like we were saying before, yeah. not every band can do, can do a it. stripped okay. down version or an acoustic version of their set list. Could Nickelback do a, a, an acoustic version of every song they have? Of course. Yeah. Half their songs are basically <laughs> acoustic anyway. Right. Right. And they just, they put some more. Do you think we'll see more, them. more coming down the pipeline? I believe though. we do. Yeah. I believe we do because as these bands with the age of the internet yeah. and social media and these bands blowing up as they get older, they're going to have to reel back some of their harder stuff sure. to be able to tour longer. Sure. And so I think you're going to see more of this type of scenario where 
a couple bands come in and they do a... Well, unless you're the Rolling Stones, who's apparently going to die on stage going as hard as they can. Or Metallica, however you, however yeah, but, you but listen you don't to. Have the, you don't have Mick Jagger up on, sta- on stage screaming. <laughs> it's true. Right? It's true. Whereas all of these guys are, are pretty heavy yeah. into the music. What did, you, what did you think of A Day to Remember when the lead singer, he said, you know... Uh, and this goes back to this, the stage and um, the venue we were in where he said, if you guys want to go ahead and stand up and enjoy the music however you'd like to versus what it was, I guess, for Wage War where everybody was sitting down and, you know, nodding their head. Can't well, I appreciate you bringing ones. that yeah. point up because it was kind of the only drawback of this type of venue yeah. that I didn't like because as as everybody who goes to a concert they're either taking a photo, they're taking a video. It might just be one song. It might be a few fi- pictures. I was trying for the podcast and for you know TikTok and releasing a lot of those things. I was trying to get as many songs without killing my battery, which it did anyway, is taking as many songs as I could and recording them. What you saw in a lot of those is people walking up and down the aisle right in front of the ca- you know right yeah. in front of my camera, and you don't normally get that at a concert because I can hold it up high enough to where I'm not getting all of that noise either in front of me or behind me. Right, blocking the video. I thought it was kind of rude. People are just right in the middle of the song. They're just getting up and, and leaving. Yeah. Going, doing whatever, getting a drink, going to the bathroom, whatever, to go to the merch, whatever. It was, it was distracting to some degree. When he said that, people started standing up. Yeah. Now, you imagine you're sitting in front of the person that stands up. Now you can't see the stage. You're forced because to stand you're, up. Because you're sitting. Right. This isn't a place where everybody's standing. Or it's elevated just kind of jostle for right. a position, maybe switch seats with somebody and, and see over somebody. That Right. This that isn't the United happen. Center where you could sit down and still see over the person. Because the stage is so high up. Right. right. Not in this case. So that would be the one thing that I would say. It's maybe not the venue. It's the It, it was the clientele that came to the theater to see those particular bands because right. they're not used to sitting in a theater setting. Yes. I actually think it was the opposite. You think, <laughs> I think it's it, what? I think it was the way the venue was laid out because like it's made for plays and theaters. Right. Like it's a theater. No doubt. Right. Yeah. What I'm saying though is those people are used to going and standing in a, in a, in a, in a concert, right? right. Oh they yeah. Don't sit right. down. In Even if you have pit. a seat, you don't right. sit down. Right. But and what you're I'm, standing. What I'm saying is, is like, while that's true, like because of the way the venue is structured, like, in an arena, you don't see the people going up and down the aisles on the side of you. It's correct. That's but what in I'm the saying. theater, it's in front of you. Right. Because it's all angled up and down. Correct. So you're looking down. That's at what a was stage. distracting about yeah. it. Is that's what that's what I was saying. And I didn't have an issue with people getting up. I had the issue with people standing in the aisle and talking and hugging. And and that was the other thing. You couldn't because of the way everything slopes down. Yeah. If two people stood up in their chairs. And then they got to the middle and they started talking and hugging. You couldn't see the stage. Yeah, no, you were completely blocked. blocked. And I was on an aisle. Now, maybe if I was in the middle in a seat, it wouldn't have bothered me as much because I wouldn't see those people coming up and down the aisle. Sure. So because I was on the aisle, because I wanted to be able to to, to video. Video. Um, and you pay a little more to be on the aisle, by the way. So I paid a little more. I thought, mm, gosh, this is kind of distracting. Like a lot, a lot distracting. Yeah. And so I had to move my camera up just to get their heads from bobbing into the in, into the, and, and this is all about me. I understand that. <laughs> this is not about the bands whatsoever. It's about my inconvenience, which nobody gives a shit about. But it was the one thing that I noticed, unlike if you go to a regular venue, sure. you're not seeing that. It's You're not seeing the people coming and going because they're either right behind you or they're in front of you or to the side of you, and you're not seeing them because you're standing up and you're not really even noticing them. Well, we're tall too. Right? 
That's true. But when you're sitting, and by the way, those seats are comfortable. Small. Well, they were comfortably small. Yes. <laughs> for a my large butt was they, they, Listen, they hugged me. Yeah. And I'm bigger my than you and you're bigger hurting. than her. <laughs> I was trying not to like touch the person next to me because I And I'm not bad. saying we're fat. I'm just no. saying big boned. Sure. <laughs> so then we went from rescue me to, um, well, you said. Uh, all I want was somewhere between I'm already gone and five and the downfall of us all, I think. Yeah. I think it was between those two. Um, but it was definitely before Rescue Me. Degenerates, everything we need. You left during good things. Degenerates, right? I might have. I went up to the merch booth. He was one of those guys. Because in yeah, I was, but I, I was like at the back. Song. I was at the back. I was three seats from the back. Um, only money. Uh, I'm made of wax, Larry. What are you made of? Resentment. Fuck you, money was pretty funny. Yeah, I did like that one. <laughs> How do you take a song? It says FYM, but let's be honest. It's, yeah, it's fuck he you calls money. it fuck you money. So. And you take that and make that an acoustic song. I thought that was pretty interesting. He they did, did a, a really good job. Good job. Yeah. Same with yeah. resentment. Yeah. I mean, resentment's a pretty relatively heavy song. I liked that version of it. I liked that revert that version of resentment. I did. I did like that version. I'd listen to more. more I wish they of would that. put an album out of the re- reassembled tour. They to remember. I have to assume they're going to. Maybe. I, Even if it's a live version, I think they're going to. Could always watch YouTube. <laughs> make sure or, you, or make watch sure you my pay videos. extra for it. Yeah, <laughs> I surrender. End of me. Leave all the lights on. Also, uh, this is your favorite song. It's one of them. Yeah. Uh, all signs point to, to Lauderdale, and then the encore looks like hell if it means a lot, and right back at it again. So, um, sixteen, uh, nine, 20 songs they did. It with was the, with the addition. Yeah, it was like eighteen, nineteen, and then. Nine for wage war, and that's a good amount for an encore. That's that's twenty nine. That's twenty nine songs in two hours and forty five minutes. Yeah, roughly. That's pretty good. Um, so then we got out of the theater and got right back to the parking garage and got out of there. And the traffic was very like getting back. So I wanted to go around kind of around the room and get your final thoughts on what you thought. Of the the overall experience, would you go see him again? Would you listen to more of the band now that you've heard the stripped down version or the acoustic version? Would you go back and listen to their regular um, versions? Um, but let's start with your girlfriend. What was her comments when you got back? Because obviously we were talking in the car. Sure. But after she kind of got away from us, what she, were some of the comments? She actually said she liked Wage War a little bit more, and I have to. I honestly had to agree with her on that because. Britain and Cody, I just I like the push and pull between their two voices on how you got a little raspier and then a little lighter, and they just they harmonize. And that's very how it well. is on the regular songs too. Yeah, he's but you more can harmony you can hear it. He's raspy. He's you can screamer. hear it between when they were doing the stripped down version, and just you got to pick it apart a little. Especially bit more. in Hurt, yes. You know he he they harmonize, but you can hear one really just going at it a little harder. Yeah. Um, some of the songs were a little wonky in the beginning, only because it's it's hard to replicate some of the of vocals of a of a metalcore song into an acoustic. But I think they transi- transitioned into it pretty well. She was very happy that it was the stripped down version that we went to go see, and not necessarily the the regular versions. And you could listen to that Wage War stripped down version over and over and over again. Yeah, and love those songs just that version of it and never hear the other and they're fantastic i think i've listened to the full the full album now twice and i think she said she's been listening to it on the way to work now so it's kind of funny <laughs> so you've turned her oh yeah yeah it, it's little by little each band each song you'll get you'll get her into the a little bit harder stuff Bree, what was your 
overall opinion? They were both really good. Um, I was a little jarred from, so Wage War obviously was like true acoustic, like very soft, um, you know, one drum, the maraca, like very, very true to the acoustic Two sound. guitars. Um, and then one, one electric and one was acoustic guitar. I did ever remember it was more acoustic. It just was louder. <laughs> it was 50% it was louder. louder. Yeah. Yeah. And I think honestly it was because the drums and just the way their sound production is. I think it was just because they are a louder band by nature. And uh-huh. knowing that though, it is still very impressive what they did to be able to, to make it softer like that. Like, I don't even think he screamed, honestly. No, I don't think, I don't even think one time. his voice like that. So Mm -hmm. like hearing his true vocals makes you realize how talented these people are Mm -hmm. because a lot of people don't think they're like, if you asked mom, if these people had any talent, she'd be like, no, it's just screaming. There's, it's just noise. That's what she would say. Well, that's why Anita's, Anita's um, opinion is is so valid because somebody who doesn't maybe listen to that all the time and is just hearing it for the first time, what is their what is their perspective, right? Like I'm used to it. Sure. I'm used to the sure. the full version. You're used to the full version. You're used to the full version. Somebody who's not used to listening to them, first of all, at all, right? They had really no experience with either band, and then they come in and see that. I think it's a good introduction. I think it's one of those things where it 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 hooks them to listening to a little bit more you know it's a it's a rock and roll what was your take on it overall i loved it i i loved the theater it was the first time being in that chicago theater uh i would i whether it's a theater play or uh, obviously i'd love to go see another concert in there i would love to do that um wage war i think was a little bit more of my favorite um like i said just the two singers it it was very cool to see that and hear it and um, yeah, I I'd like to go see him in. Con- I have not seen either in concert to see their actual list, so their actual studio album. So I, I it's next on my list to go see. I really like their light show for yeah. Wage War too. Like their lights were very unique. Yeah, so that's that's the one thing I was going to touch on um, in my recap was um, a day to remember had some lights. Yeah, but they were kind of more up and down lights, it's meaning more like ceiling to floor yeah. and kind of flooded out. Whereas Wage War did more decorative lighting. Yes, and I say it that was more like probably like ten years ago was that that was the light style for bands, and now it's where the, they were spinning and they made designs yeah. on the walls, and it was very, um, very, very, yeah. very cool. You know, they just yeah. So there was always something going on with with the lighting. Well, with the data, remember, it was just like how it is now with every band. It's just backlight and bright. Right. And then sometimes they'll do a little bit of lights, depending on the Do you think song. that's because they focused more on the performance versus the I mean, the I'd rather have a better show than a light show. But it, it's nice. What, like, it it matched the vibe very well with what Wage War did mm-hmm. with their light show. It, like you said, I think it was more true acoustic. Well, when Wage War was like you're just kind of sitting around, you know. Yeah. Bullshitting with the with the band, maybe playing a few songs. It was more of that home. I think it's also because they had somebody they feeling. knew doing the light show rather than having somebody hired oh, that's to right. do the light show. Yeah, like everybody on Wage Wars team was ev- somebody they knew, somebody they've been friends with, somebody you know. And we don't know that about the, the other way. band. They just they really called out everybody in their team, and they were like, "We really want to thank all these guys, right? Because they have a lot of hard us. work." Yeah. And by the way, we do all of these other shows, and they were able to dial everything back to this acoustic level and get everything right. 
Because yeah. you can imagine when you're doing harder metalcore songs, the lights have to be completely different for that than yeah. they are for this. Right. So the lights were a very integral part of what they were doing. I think it's just more intimate because that's who they are as a band. I think that also attributed, but... Um, so I like that. Uh, I always obviously went, as I said before, went for wage war. Um, yeah. but since going to the, to the venue and since seeing a day to remember, I've listened to a lot more of their stuff. I've seen a lot more of their stuff on, uh, on YouTube. I've gotten more familiar with the band really like, uh, the band's chemistry. I think they do a really good job. I can see why a lot of people have followed them. Yeah. Um, I think what we're trying to do with this podcast is bring people to bands that they may not know. Um, they may have heard of them, but they really don't know. And so trying to kind of explain some of the backstories of these bands, um, we will do a wage war. We will do, you know, other, other bands that we bring in. Um, we'll talk about, you know, how they formed, how many band members they have, who they are, kind of the music that they play, the different albums that they have. Um, do they do acoustic? Is it, you know, have they done all that, that kind of thing? Where can you find them? But this particular podcast was this, spe this specific tour, this specific venue. Um, and I think now that I've seen both bands, I still prefer Wage War only because I know them more. That may change in the future. Sure. Um, you know, songs like Hurt and, and, I mean, that's just, I, I love that song. Godspeed, great version. Strip, stripped down version is just a fantastic version of it. These guys do a lot of um, interviews online. So if you go on YouTube, they, they connect with a lot of different people and they're just down to earth. Yeah. Not, I'm not to, not to say that a day to remember isn't, but as you get more popular, I think you tend to get away from that very one-on-one, -on -one, you know, connection with your fan base or, with interviewers, and then you're just starting to do only kind of the elite um, podcast, and you're only doing some of the elite broadcasts. And, you know, so it's 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 one of those things where I'm looking at it from per, of a perspective of Wage Wars on the uprise, a data remembers kind of already there. Yeah. So they've already, and it's again, just, you can see it in yeah. their performance, absolutely 100%. It's, it's more polished. Maybe that's the word polished, I would use. Yeah. It's a very, very polished performance. They know what they're doing down to down to the you know chord, down to the beat. Wage War did a really good job of doing that. Because um, some bands, you're just like, okay, they're good, but they're not great. You right. go to see them, and you're a little disappointed. What, like um, Breaking Benjamin? Stop it right now. So Breaking they Benjamin hasn't done anything with. in, what, five years? Yeah, it's probably been about five. So, he's gotten better from what he said, so but I've, he's still not awesome I've, I've seen them three times the first time i saw them they were fantastic the okay. last time i saw them eh. it was five years ago or is it just recently yeah. no back then yeah and they were okay he's yeah. just very quiet i think he's still trying to find his balance because i mean a lot of their songs are the yelling and sure and sometimes it gets drowned out if they're not a very loud person they get drowned out by the sound yeah. And that just happens to him. And it's just not very enjoyable because if you don't know the song, you have no idea what's happening. I, I And that, this is what we talked about when, if you're doing a stripped down album, you get to see the, how, how well an artist can perform. Um, you with, can really see the bones of their music too. It, it I is. I think Breaking Benjamin could do it. But I think that's, I think that's the other problem with playing some of these bigger stadium tours, tours, excuse me, um, is because sometimes those sound checks, they just turn the music all the way up and you barely hear the vocals yep. of what these it gets distortion it does you get that with popular bands too though yeah mm -hmm. it depends on the sound team 100 percent. and i i just 
you know, I, I think that could be part of it as well. But if he also doesn't have the confidence, which I haven't seen him since, I mean, it must have been five years ago when he toured with Shinedown. Yep. That's um, the last time I saw them. Okay. So final check. Would what? you go see him again? Yeah. I'd like in to regular? I, oh, yeah. Would you go see him again in regular? I'd like to see their studio versions, yeah. So would I. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Check out our podcast. Uh, check us out on TikTok. Check us out on uh, Facebook, uh, at Play It Loud. Uh, on our Facebook page, we put a lot of videos up there. We put a lot of concert information. Um, we'll put interviews up there. Um, follow us along. Tell us what you like. Tell us what we can do better in the future. And uh, tell us who you'd like us to uh, to review.